Hello, and welcome to the Inexperienced Magic Gathering Podcast. Quick disclaimer before we begin. I am not a judge. I am not even an experienced player. I have been playing for just over a year. I am confident I will get things wrong this in this podcast. So, take my word with a grain of salt. There is definitely better ways to build these decks. Definitely better ways to do everything I say. But, let's move on. Today we'll be talking about the commanders I found interesting from Kaldheim. First up is Magda, Brazen Outlaw. Magda, uh, Magda is a 2-1 two, uh, two for 2 mana, one, one being generic and one being red. It has other dwarves you control get plus 1, plus 0. Whenever a dwarf you control becomes tapped, create a treasure token. And you can sacrifice 5 treasures and search your library for an artifact or a dragon card. And put that card into the battlefield, and then shuffle your library. Now... This is one of my favorite commanders of all time. I even built this deck. It's one of the few decks I've ever built. I the way I built it was using way more was using more artifacts than dragons. And I use so there I have utility artifacts like Tamat's Crypt and like Tamat's Crypt and Dragon's Horde and then I have Finisher artifacts, like Bosch Iron Golem, which I can use to sacrifice my other artifacts to deal damage to other any target equal to the artifact CMC. There's some great win conditions for this deck are Bosch Iron Golem and Terror of the Peaks. I also used vehicles because you won't be always be able to attack with your dwarves once the board states get too big, so vehicles allow you another way to tap your door since you can overcrew vehicles. Next one is Rangar the Ever Watchful. Although although Ranyar is a precon commander, I think that he is great and he reminds me a lot of the Faceless Menace, another great precon commander. The commander says it's a 4-mana, 2-3, white and blue, of with flying, vigi- fa- flying and vigilance. The first card you foretell each turn costs 0 to foretell. And whenever you exile one or more cards from your hand and or permanents from the graveyard, create a 1-1 one, one flying spirit token, 1-1 one, one, one white cre- creature spirit token with flying. Yeah, so he reminds me of of the Faceless Menace, in the sense you get to, to, like, put a card face down for free, and get a benefit. And you only get to do that once. You only get to put a card face down for free once per turn. Now, a great card in this deck is uh, Ashan's Altar. It's It's an artifact that lets you sacrifice creatures for two colorless mana. And since cards cost two colorless mana to foretell... And you and Renyar, the ever watchful, gives you a, a creature every time you foretell a card. You can foretell all the cards from your hand, essentially for free. What um, if you Alshon's altar out on the board? And that's pretty much all I have to say about Rungar.
Next is Toroth, God of Fury. It's a 4-mana 5-4 with Trample, and whenever a creature or planeswalker an opponent controls is dealt excess non-combat damage, Toroth deals combat damage, deals damage equal to the excess to, to any target other than that permanent. This is great. And the backside, I'm not even going to read it, it's basically you pay 6 mana to deal damage to... 6 mana deals 3 damage to any target, and you have to have another creature out on the board. That's horribly inefficient, and you're, it's horrible unless you have infinite mana. You have to get infinite red mana for that. It's not colorless, 6 colorless, it's 3 colors and 3 red in total of what you'll have to pay. It's equipment. Anyway, so, although the back side of Torah is pretty bad, the front side is interesting, and leads itself to a burn strategy... I feel that I feel like Torf is an excellent budget commander, because mono red burn tends to be very cheap. In addition to putting lots of cheap burn in this deck, I would also include lots of wheel effects, since you'll tend to empty your hand all at once uh, in a single turn with this. It's nice to have a wheel effect so you can always keep your hands full and keep on burning. Great finisher spells for this are damage based board wipes, like Blasphemous Act, which deals 13 damage to every creature. So, every single creature where that 13 damage has gone over will deal that much excess damage to whatever you want. Typically, the player. An even better one is Star of Extinction, which deals 20 damage to every creature, which is pretty much going to kill everything because there's not a, uh, a single creature that has 20 20 power, 20 toughness. I mean, uh, I mean, unless it has persist or undying or has a bunch of plus one plus one counters or indestructible. But anyway, and the, and then that'll do a ton of damage. However, if you, in your play group people don't usually play creatures, you could also include a Trojan horse, which gives your opponents creatures, which is normally not good but half decent. Next is Toski. Bearer of Secrets. Toski is an excellent Voltron commander, but I actually would build her as a token deck, because you can draw absurd amounts of cards thanks to her second ability. Oh, I forgot to read it. Um, Toski is a three, uh, four mana, one, one, that has, the spell can't be countered, it has indestructible, and it has Toski Bearer of Secrets attacks each turn of combat able, but the big one is... Whenever a creature you control deals combat damage to a player, draw a card. So with token decks, you can draw absurd amounts of cards. But if you want to build her in a Voltron strategy, there's not much I can add on because Voltron is a pretty straightforward strategy and very intuitive. Moving on is Finn, the Fang Bearer. I don't have much to say about this commander, but Finn is a 2-mana, is 1-3 with Death Touch that has whenever a creature you control with death, death Touch deals combat damage to a player, that player gets two poison counters. I feel like with Finn, you want to have lots of cheap Death Touch creatures since that will give you the best value. And So a 1-mana man, Death Touch creature is the best. One mana flying death touch creature is the best, but any one mana death touch creature is fantastic for this deck. Since 
you'll be able to get a ton of them out early. And they'll be hard to block because they have death touch and anything that blocks them will die. So next turn, put out even more and attack. With a great win condition with for this deck is Hornet Queen, which gives you a bunch of 1-1s, 1-1 flying death touchers. And that's all I have to say. Thank you for listening.